Hi, welcome to Restoring Immunity. Lauren Hubele here, and I'm recording today with Megan Limp. Megan, welcome. Hi, it's great to be with you all. Megan, we've got another great Jimmo memo here for folks. We're going to talk about horse chestnut today. Um, this is a beautiful, large, robust, long-lived tree. I love horse chestnut trees. Um, do you have them where you grow, where you live? You know, I don't know if I've ever seen a horse chestnut. Mm. Well, I have a very special one that grows on the property of my husband's family in Germany that is just magnificent and I know the tree's over a couple hundred years old mm. I haven't seen it for a couple years but I'm sure it's still doing well this, this beautiful tree produces a magnificent extract as well but I want to just say a couple more things about the tree because the name chestnut is often confusing to folks thinking it's related to sweet chestnut and the only um, connection between these two trees is the shape of their leaves. Mm. And it happens to be that horse chestnut is actually related to field maple. Another one of our extracts, very good at moving things, right? Um, so there's some interesting similarities there. It's also related to the soapberry tree. It's native to Greece and the Balkan regions, and they can, um, um, grow in almost any type of soil, but this is what is the real telltale of what it will do as an extract is no tolerance for dry soil. Mm -hmm. It loves wet soil. It loves being in damp conditions. Mm -hmm. So what would those damp conditions look like from an extract point of view? They're going to look like congestion. Mm -hmm. And the essence of this extract is to decongest from the lungs downward. So it's definitely working on the lower part of the body. It is very effective folks. Well, when I say it thins blood, it does. And so if you are taking anticoagulant prescription medications, this would not be an extract to take without the supervision of your practitioner. Um, it, it's thinning of blood, of course, um, helps prevent clots from forming. And we have many uses, particularly today in the types of viruses that we're seeing. It's very good at removing stuck phlegm. And so when the congestion gets deep into the lungs and there's a lot of sticky damp that we can't seem to get out other ways, horse chestnut is excellent um, in doing that. If you have had a chance to listen to the Rowan Jimmo memo, you'll know that horse chestnut pairs very well with Rowan in supporting the acute inflammation of hemorrhoids. Although to solve the underlying problem, you'd want a different protocol. We, I've seen horse chestnut be very helpful for folks that experience heavy legs from poor circulation, particularly in aging or during weight gain. Um, and it is useful during um, menstrual cycle, during um, right before the period begins, if there is cramping. Although just a side note, we can handle that problem upstream a little bit with diet and working with elimination with something like 
blueberry extract. Um, this is a, a very effective extract. It moves quickly. The action is quick in there. That's why it's useful in these acute um, protocols. If I wanted to compare it with its um, relatives that also work on circulatory fluids, I would say that, you know, Rowan, we're going to get the upper body. So that's something horse chestnut doesn't do. And Rowan is more of a harmonizer or horse chestnut is a tonic. And then with sweet chestnut, sweet chestnut is deeper acting and slower to start. It has a much more refined action. Horse chestnut doesn't mess around either. It just gets in there and gets the job done um, in a very beautiful way. There's not a protective action um it's just moving whatever's stuck so how does that relate to your lens of asian medicine yeah that i mean you and i see this extract so similarly um and it's an extract that when you need it and it's a well-chosen extract it can really be second to none to get the job done mm. I typically only use horse chestnut in micro doses and I typically only use it short term because as Lauren said, it is um, when there is stagnation of fluids or stagnation of blood, it is very effective. Um, but you don't want to continue to thin the blood or continue to dislodge things beyond the point where um, the body can take over. So when I was in acupuncture school, actually, one of the things that was taught to us was you balance the pulses or you, you balance out the energetics of the body to 80% and then you let the body do the rest. And I kind of think about that a little bit with horse chestnut, you know, horse chestnut kind of is, is a powerful dislodger kind of puts on the gas. It's a little bit of a tonic. And so we also want to remember that um, the body innately knows how to heal itself once we get things back on track. We're just sort of facilitating the body doing its own job um, appropriately. It already knows how to do that. So that's how I think about horse chestnut. It's, it, it acts on um, the yin level, which is the level of the blood in the body. The outer layer of the body is the way level that acts on the skin and um, our first layer of protection, the pores and the moisture in the skin um, and the soft tissue, we call that the way level. And then when you get a little bit deeper into the body through the lens of Asian medicine, we talk about the yin level. So um, the way the body nourishes itself is through the blood. And horse chestnut certainly acts on the blood level. And as Lauren said, it opposes stagnation. Um, so it's often talked about for stagnation in the lower body and in the pelvis and also quite effectively in the lungs. Um, so if you're seeing signs of an Asian medicine, what we call damp, so um, your fluids are beginning to stagnate, you're seeing things like that are cloying, so um, clotting in the menses or hemorrhoids or in you know enlarged vascular things, um, inflamed vascular things, lack of smooth movement of blood, all of these things are relevant. Um, horse chestnut can be of service in all of these situations. Um, but um, it is a powerful extract and a couple drops goes a long way. Um, 
Yeah, it's smooth movement. Yeah. So Warren already articulated sort of the different nuances between the blood movers. So are the sort of the blood harmonizers in the sense that they oppose stagnation. So we talked about Rowan and we talked about sweet chestnut and we're talking about um, horse chestnut. For any acupuncturist or Asian medicine people listening, you know, the way that I'm describing the way level and then the yin level, that's the same way we talk about um, for example, a pathogen entering the body. So it, it gets through our first level of defense sometimes. Sometimes it stops there. Sometimes it gets past that level and then it enters a deeper level of the body into the yin level. And that's when we start to see the clotting and different vascular manifestations in an acute illness. And so in Asian medicine, we would say horse chestnut can be of service when something has entered the blood level. And in some of our current viral um, illnesses, we do see quite a lot of vascular activity. Yeah. yeah. I think it's been used often in the last year, Megan, and with great success, as, as so as sweet chestnut. And so we might be able to consider them together. They're very good partners. Um, in previous years in my practice, I used to use horse chestnut often during pregnancy particularly in the last three months where the movement of fluid slows down and women will talk about heavy sensation in their legs and that discomfort mm -hmm. that um, goes through and I found it very effective. Mm -hmm. um, it is also offering an indirect support to elimination by helping move fluids. So, um, you know, down the road after elimination has been supported for a while. And if we're still seeing this, you know, sluggishness, we might look to what would engaging with the circulatory fluids do to help improve elimination. One way you can tell that the blood level is being affected is that um, through Asian medicine, we call them the Luo collaterals. And when the when the blood isn't moving very effectively and it's starting to stagnate and you're at that initial level, um, the body will create little extra offshoots to divert some of the blood to try and deal with that. And so often we'll see, um, you know, little uh, additional um, veins forming, little vascular, you know, sort of vascular offshoots that you might see very close to the surface of the skin. And you'll begin to know that in that area of the body, there's nothing necessarily serious going on, but that your body is um, protecting itself and trying to divert the blood because it's um, not moving as well as it could be. Right, and now we have a good answer for you to take yeah. care. Great, Megan. Wonderful, I think that gives everyone a really good picture of this fantastic, very effective extract. And if you'd like to know more about the extract, Itself, I want to send you over to my website, Lauren at laurenhubelay.com. You can find it on our store and read a little bit more about it there. And Megan, for more information about you or Asian medicine? Yeah. Uh, for more about Asian medicine and jumbos through the Asian medicine lens, you can visit my website at aculem.com. And actually, if you're interested in um, the discussion of GEMOs and diving deeper into having a GEMO community, 
Warren has a great one. Lauren, can you tell us about Mighty Networks? Oh, absolutely. Yes, we have a wonderful learning platform there in Mighty Networks for anyone of all, any background to come in. We offer on-demand classes for beginners and advanced classes for those of you that have been hanging around in the Jimmo community for a while, as well as live um, offering. So thanks, Megan. Um, you can find out more information about that from directly from Mighty Networks or from my website. Wonderful. Thanks, Megan. Thank you.